Oh, mecha anime. I thought you said Modok anime. These designs are not going to translate well. Or they might. We watched Chang and Topa Gurren Lagann, and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Quite Disappointment, your weekly journey through the world's anime. With you as always is me, your host, producer at Weeb of All Trades, and inspirational big bro, PJ. And me, a super cute little baby mole pig who's growing up to hopefully not be someone's meal, Skylar. And joining us today as always is our dear friend and resident of the Gia Village, about to see sunlight for the first time, Lauren. Hello! The results are in. I'm 70%, 77% German, so... This title remind it sounded very German to me. <laughs> it does sound very German. It does. Yeah. And I'm very German, so. Obviously, if that didn't give you enough of a hint, this week we are watching Tengen Topo Guren Lagan, uh, but we will just be referring to it as Guren Lagan, as it typically is referred to, as we continue through Mecha Month. So, Laura, tell me, with that name, Guren Lagan, what did you think this anime was going to be about? I could only think of like greetings like hello or good morning because that's what like guten morgen guten tag and like all of that yeah exactly see you get it yeah that's all i could think of so i'm thinking the war is over in this anime and um we are now using the mecca for everyday life so um, it's the what happens after the war anime. It's a lot of normal daily life scenes with very giant robots and people in them using them to do Hell very yeah. normal things. Like the dishes. Like, well, I, I was thinking more like, you know. Transportation. Transportation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that the sort dishes. of thing. And, you know, you the dishes will always be there for you. So honestly, fucking <laughs> sucks. Well, it, that and laundry, right? No matter how much laundry you do, there's always going to be more of it. Listen, yeah, unless you're a nudist. Unless you're a nudist, it's yeah, true. that's the loophole. Um, <laughs> so tell me, Lauren. Obviously, we have this like daily lives in the world post Mecha War mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anime. But tell me, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change at all? They did a little bit. Because I don't think I'm wrong. I still don't think that there's like a a war on. Um, But I think this is us using Mecca in real life to the extreme. So basically, Jackass meets Mythbusters. And these people are using the Mecca that was used in war times to do crazy, stupid stunts in the real world. Interesting. (laughs) They're like a reality (laughs) mech show. What gave you that vibe? I, you know what? Is it the sunglasses? It kind of was. So I don't know what gave me the vibe. It just felt very, it felt very jackassy to me. And the boy in the middle here is your your Johnny Knoxville. He's the brains behind the operation. He's coming up with all of these crazy, insane stunts for people to do in their mecca. He even has a little, a little friend, a little Pascal slash shoulder animal buddy. Mole pig. A mole, that, there you go. Why not? So I'm saying that the the little animal he has, the mole pig, is 
you know, like the the good angel on his shoulder who's trying to convince him like the stunts are not they're not safe and he shouldn't do them. But he's like, I'm going to do it anyway. What if he's the moral conscious and the little mole pig is trying to get him to do evil? That could be. He's like, he's like, he should go blow yourself up why don't you go jump over this huge ravine in your mecha suit because it could probably make it and he's like no no yeah yeah but anyway that's that character and then you have the man in the glasses with this super sick cape he is the one who's bonded with the mecha suit in the background because they have a similar glasses situation going on so i'm saying that he's the one who's actually doing the stunts so he's the one who's doing the damn thing he's piloting it he's the crazy one who is putting his life on the line in this for the sake of could could we do this stupid thing okay okay and then the girl with this huge weapon strapped to the back of her is the smartest one in the bunch so she's the one who and i know i just said she's the smartest one right but she is the one who, because in addition to doing stunts, right, you gotta, you can't just do the stunt, you gotta do the stunt, and then you gotta do the same stunt with other obstacles in the way and like other things to like make it more difficult. And so because she has the the gun, I'm saying she's the one who is like firing ammunition at the mecha as it's doing these crazy stunts to see if it can do the crazy stunt and dodge the ammunition and survive with this man with the spiky glasses and the sick cape inside. And then you're Johnny Knoxville on the outside being like this is so rad i thought you were gonna say like i know i said she's the smartest one but she's the smartest one in the group and they're all fucking stupid well i mean they're they're using old mecca from wars to to jackass it up so (laughs) that's that's what's happening that's gurren logan okay okay Yeah, I'm very interested in it. So why don't we take a quick break to watch episodes one and two as we as we uh, take a look at this anime where we will probably hear the words, Hi, I'm Simo Knoxville and welcome to Mechass. <laughs> so uh, why don't we watch that while we take a quick break and watch episodes one and two of Tengen Topa Gurren Lagan. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. We have Lauren watch episodes one and two of Good and Lagan. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? This was so not jackass in the best way. Oh, wow. Um, I know. Surprise. I'm so shocked <laughs> I'm so, this was not mecha jackass. I'm so shocked that Lauren was wrong. Um, no, this was so much fun. And it, it was very upbeat for something that could be so depressing. But it also had those very heartfelt, sad moments in it. But the balance was lovely. I had a really fun time with this one. Yeah, I absolutely I absolutely love Gurren Lagan. It so, is so fun. Maybe one of my favorite mecha animes of all time. Oh, it's it's just so good. It's, yeah, it's amazing. This is so different from other mech shows. And I haven't seen that many, but at least the ones we have seen and the mm-hmm. ones I've seen in passing. Mm-hmm. Like the comedy is just it's so good. Chef's kiss. Well it's and it, I would say it's also like insanely inspirational, but we can get into this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, let's get through some quick housekeeping first. So Tengen Topa Guren Lagan, which translates to heaven piercing Guren Lagan. <laughs> <laughs> 
is an original anime by Horiyuki Imaishi, produced by Studio Gainax for TXN. It ran for 27 episodes from April to September of 2007. Uh, there is a manga adaptation, which was done by Kazuki Nakashima uh, for Dengeki Magazine, along with a light novel series by Kurasami Suneyama for Gagaga Buko, with 10 and 4 volumes respectively. There is also a spin-off manga, Guren Lagan, Guren Gakuen Hen, which, surprise, surprise, is set in an alternate world where all these characters are in high school. Of course. <laughs> of course. In addition to all of that, there's also a 2007 game for the Nintendo DS oh, and sick. two uh, anime films, Guren Lagan Childhood's End that released in 2008 and Guren Lagan The Lights in the Sky Are Stars that released in 2009. With that, let's go through episodes one and two real quick. In Gia Village, an underground town, Simone and Kamina live mundane lives with the constant threat of earthquakes. During an attempt to escape to the surface, something almost unheard of, Kamina and Simone bear witness to a gigantic wolf-faced gunman as it crashes through the ceiling into the middle of their subterranean home. Together with the gunman's pursuer, a girl from the neighboring village, Yoko, the two young men find the key, a small gunman buried deep in the ground, named Lagan by Kamina, to both defeating the massive intruder and leaving Gia Village. With Lagan in hand, Kamina and Simone take Yoko back to her home village of Litner. Life on the surface world catches up to Kamina and Simone as they find themselves assisting and defending against a new gunman threat and the beastmen who pilot them. After forcibly ejecting one of the beastman from his gunman, Kamina seizes control of his own gunman, which he names Guren. And that's episodes one and two of Guren Lagan. How? Yes. Can I say Kamina naming everything he finds is like such my energy? <laughs> I fucking love no, lo- okay. battle names. Like, his, Kamina just is hands down maybe one of my favorite anime characters, period. He's so fucking like, he's cool. He's so fucking and fun. Funny. He's so cool. He's so badass. Ugh. And he's such a fucking idiot, but in like a super smart way at the same time. Yes. Like he says such great lines, even just these two episodes. Like don't, if you can't believe in yourself, believe in me who believes in you. Like it's such a good line. And just, but just also like super dumb shit, but like being like the, the, who do you think I am kick? And like the, (laughs) keep your hands off my beloved little bro punch. (laughs) And I love that he's like essentially like adopted Simone. And even though he's this big, personality he's never trying to take the spotlight from simone he's always like hey man let's do this like i believe in you why are you like believe in yourself like i know you can get there exactly and even though he is this very big personality he's never annoying you know he could very it's the perfect balance yes it's a very fine line between being a big personality and being annoying and being a big personality and just kind of the star of the show and they they hit it on the star of the show part he's so endearing and i i instantly was like you're the best one yeah and i mean and not to say like everyone else is also so great like simone for sure is such a likable protagonist he's boy and he's always able to like push forward and i think that's that's in general the 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 like theme of Guren Lagan is always pushing forward mm-hmm. no matter what obstacle gets in your way like it, you can't Robinson. stop right Keep it's always forward. about moving forward exactly yeah 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 and Kamina is great for that but Simone is uh, an especially in engaging protagonist because Simone mm-hmm. isn't like this big strong huge person I like Kamina is like buff and older and he has like all the confidence in the world but Simone is like a kid you know and He's he a baby. has very low self-esteem and you know he has all these things but he's still 
he's willing to go forward at yeah. all points and every time you know we did watch this in the english dub because i've heard nothing but great things about the english dub for this and i don't regret it the english dub was super good mm-hmm. you have yuri lowenthal as simone and yuri lowenthal does phenomenal work mm-hmm. you have kyle hebert as kamina who kyle hebert voices older gohan in dragon ball so like oh, yeah. it was oh. especially like cool for me oh and you know like obviously i, I could just keep listing everyone that's in this but the the cast just such a good does such a good job and i think part of that is because gurun lagan is this very bombastic show and it almost lets themselves lets itself very well to a western audience which i think lets itself well to a western adaptation in the dub Mm. right i think that yeah that's a really good way of putting it i hadn't known all of that but now that you've said it i was like it all makes sense no wonder it's so relatable and it feels different from other anime that i've watched so re-watching this his name obviously is simone mm-hmm. but i always have the subtitles on because i'm like hella deaf sure and it's spelled like simon without the like you don't even have the apostrophe e to make it simone and the whole time i saw simon and then and everyone call him Simone. Simone. I was thinking of the Attack and Titan parody where they're like, his name's Armin. Hi, Armin. And <laughs> every single time. I had a very different experience where because they call him Simone, Simone is Spanish slang. For what? It's it's like, yeah, like hell yeah, like Simone. Like it's very like, I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell you how often it's used anymore, mm-hmm. but especially back when I was in like elementary middle school, like Simone is like hell yeah dude <laughs> so i was like hell yeah simon <laughs> you're like simon this guy- essay <laughs> that's but, so yeah. fun <laughs> you know overall like i love what this show is which is i mean it's just a good time that's you know so like good. even in like those heavier moments like and trust me this show is so fun but i've also cried like so many times watching it Ugh. you know and i think that's the sign of good storytelling right like i recently watched the anime man on youtube uh he did this video where he had a hundred youtube and twitch streamers each tell him what their favorite anime was mm-hmm. and there was a huge group that their favorite anime of all time were ta- was tanking topa gurren lagan and you know it's just so easy to see why because it's just such a powerfully exciting but serious but funny but yeah like inspirational like the it's all about again i can't say this enough it's all about pushing through it's all about drilling through <laughs> to the heavens <laughs> you know <laughs> you know what vibes this gives me what vibes does it give you one piece vibes i could see that for sure right in that like endless pursuit thing i mm-hmm. do like that it's not a thousand plus episodes oh yeah <laughs> same <laughs> i've but, heard one you piece know, is long <laughs> so but like looking through this it also has such obviously i mean you can't talk about good and lagan without talking about studio trigger because good and lagan has a one of the most unique art styles in anime especially at its time yeah um and you know it's so gorgeous it's so unique it's so different than anything you see anywhere else. Agreed. And it's almost like this marriage of American and Japanese animation. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see I the, the Western influence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you see a lot of what Gurren Lagan is. You see the, like, elements of something like, a, obviously different time periods, but, like, something like a Steven Universe. And, like, mm. that, like, big, those, like, big Western animations. And 
you know, what's so amazing about this, like obviously Gurren Lagan was such a success for Gainax, but pretty much everyone involved in Gurren Lagan basically picked up from Gainax and formed their own anime studio, which was Studio Trigger. Mm. And Studio Trigger is probably one of the bigger anime studios we have now. Like they, you know, they did like one or two, they did like two pieces for Star Wars Visions for Disney Plus. Like they have Kill a Kill and Little Witch Academia and like so many amazing shows. And all, and Trigger is one of the few anime studios that I would say is directly known for its unique art style, mm-hmm. which like they I know we talked about. They love a lot about. of under boob. Yeah, and I know we talked about this in our our studio ranking bonus episode on the Patreon. Woo-hoo. Subscribe to the Patreon if you want to listen to what our definitive ranking of the best anime studios around are, and if you want postcards. And all the anime studios were waiting for our ranking so everyone was yeah uh, <laughs> very prestigious awards from the yes. kawaii disappointment podcast <laughs> but you know it's you, it goes without saying that Gurren Lagan really shaped was a was a, a changing point for the anime scene in general because mm. of how influential it was ironically though there's something like a little like uh, you know outside of the anime drama I want to talk about <gasps> what which is one of the co-founders of Studio Gainax right the studio that created this um essentially quit anime because of Gurren Lagan. What? In a good way or a bad way? So, it sounds like a uh, bad way. Takumi Akai was one of the animation producers for the series and co-founder of Gainax. And essentially, when Gurren Lagann started airing, there's like the Japanese version of 4chan called 2Channel, and they basically just shit all over the art style. They said it was terrible, <gasps> super Americanized, and they hated it. And he just like took it very personally. And... You know, he they made a lot of very disparaging remarks and he just kind of like made comments on his private Twitter, basically being like these fans, like these gross, like unknowledgeable otakus are just spewing bullshit because they're very hateful, which is true. Right. Right. But, you know, he made a lot of very disparaging remarks about like the fan community and the fan criticism. And then when they eventually like became public that he had made those comments, the obviously we all know how internet trolls are. They just kind of dogpiled it further. Yeah, they doubled down. Yeah. yeah, and it just got to the point where he was like, I can't do this anymore. And he, he announced his retirement from anime. Oh, man, that's so rough. So he, he quit by episode five. Oh, oh that's so that's early. when it got good. No, I'm joking. Oh, shit. Um, no, but like, no, obviously not. But like, you know, it's just interesting because Kuskudo and Lagan is considered one of the, like, the most amazingly animated anime out there now. Like, right. depending on who you ask, right? There's probably definitely some people who hate this art style but i think as a whole like good and Lagan is considered like a very big anime obviously one of the most successful anime but also like the art style was very influential again created its entire own studio basically based yeah. off of it right yet like the internet backlash to it originally essentially robbed the anime scene of one of the co-founders of one of the biggest anime studios of all time. That's so Listen, sad. For people to be upset about like the animation is like fucking stupid. I was hoping that you were gonna say before the disappointing part of that. I was so hoping you're gonna be like he quit after uh, doing this anime because he felt so fulfilled and he felt that no other work will be as good as this one and he lived a happy, peaceful, and proud life. I mean, you could argue that about Horiyuki, Horiyuki Imaishi, again, the creator of this anime, who was like, I feel so inspired by this that I went on to co-found Studio Trigger after leaving Gainak. There's two sides of a same coin. You know, 
it's so interesting too because like again trigger has such like they've married themselves to this art style which i think is a very good thing and it's interesting because anytime and i mean someone might get mad at me for saying this anytime i see the main character from promare i always for like a second think it's kamina <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I can I see that. I'll show you, Laura, the yeah, main please character show from me. Promare. Gallo Thymos from Promare. Am I the definitive? I can't be the definitive choice here. Oh my God, it is. <laughs> Put some sunglasses on Put him. Put some sunglasses on Gallo. Oh my and God. That's, Kamina. that's it. It's literally. He's just, he just got some blue hair. He's still going around shirtless. Okay, no, I see. He it. just needs the tattoos, too. He just needs but, some tattoos. You know, like they have this very definitive art style. You could argue that Yoko's body design in general looks a lot like uh, Ryuko from Kill a Kill. And you could continue to like look through their other stuff, like, and see a lot of that influence. But again, it's just because that's their art style. Right, yeah. right. Which is why I mentioned the under boob. Yeah, no, for sure, right? And I mean, that's something to talk about is like, this is not like a hoarding anime, but like, there it were is, horny like, moments. There were horny moments in it for, for sure, sure right like this anime definitely has its fan service unlock oh for sure oh, it yeah. does yes you it know, is there um because you at every point like pretty much any time yoko jiggle. is on screen you know especially during that first fight in episode one like you're either seeing her boobs jiggle or how perfectly thick her thighs and ass are yes the whole time for sure. Yeah, there was a lot of that. But they counter that with her being the smartest one in the group. And being super competent and strong. Yes. Right, because it's never like, oh. And even like the sexualization is almost more for the fan service. Like the characters aren't necessarily always like being horny towards her. Like obviously Kamina is like a little bit of a perv towards her. But I also right. like how, how flippant he is. Because I like that he's like, hey babe, how's it going? As surface chick. And then when she's like, oh, I'm actually from another like underground village he's like Ugh, i don't date Ew, underground chicks. <laughs> <laughs> she's like great i wasn't planning on it but then you know you have um little simone who is he's so sweet and shy and you can tell he's just like all all sorts of twitter painted when he's around her and you know what i like and this is like a weird thing i like that the anime needs you to know that he's not a little bit of a perv because right. like every time he's like staring at her and blushes the camera starts on her boobs but it's like no he's looking at her face because she's so pretty because she's so cute <laughs> like, and he you, likes you the her. audience are looking at her boobs you're like <laughs> simone wow. is looking at her face <laughs> you guys have your minds in the gutter but simone is better than all of you yeah exactly <laughs> oh he's so sweet Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. No big news for the main feed, but a heads up that we are still unable to post to our Patreon due to some backend issues. We were hoping to get this resolved a lot sooner than we have, and it is not yet resolved. We are continuing to get it resolved. As soon as the issue has been corrected, we will be posting all the scheduled content that fell off schedule. That means as soon as we are back up and running, which will hopefully, hopefully, hopefully be soon, we will be posting our Summer 2022 Kawaii Desu Season Preview, our Puella Magi Madoka Magico Reduce Redo, our Kawaii Desu Archives Guest Episodes, and our July Kawaii Desu Wrap-Up, because that's how much has fallen off schedule. In the interim, all patrons will be receiving a refund for the month of July due to the unfortunate lack of content, but you will still receive all rewards by the end of the month, along with some bonuses as an apology for the inconvenience. Keep an eye on our social media for the announcement of when those will get posted, but if you just want access to our extensive back catalog, find us on Patreon by searching for Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons who have stuck with us through all of these issues, starting off with our eternal Desu patrons, our $8 
dollar tier, the amazing Skullbush and incomparable Alex J. They're not alone though, as we also have our amazing Super Dusty patrons, our five dollar tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Rebelin and Isekai, and Jellums, and our Kawaii Desu patron, our three dollar tier, Eliza L. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. A special shout out to Superjack for leaving an iTunes review and for comparing my rants to Patton Oswalt's famous Star Wars filibuster speech. It's really an honor to be in such good company. We will see you all again next week as we close out Mega Month with Darling in the Franks. Now, back to the podcast. love the concept of the show too right like society has moved to these underground villages mm-hmm. because the surface world is just infested with these beastmen who have created these like mechas to pilot and go around and cause damage in right but and the beastmen are such an interesting concept because they are like these like weird animal human hybrids yes yeah these little creatures I was like, what the hell is that? The first time it came out of the the mech, I was like, what the hell is that? And then I was like, well, something has to be piloting it, right? I guess. So yeah, no, I'd never seen anything. I haven't watched very many mecha anime, to be fair. But I was like, what the hell? This is the first time we're seeing the other pilots and they're not human. Yeah. That was really cool. And like, speaking of that, like, again, similar to 86, these mechs have such an interesting design. And it's not exactly what you think of. Yeah, And like, based off the poster, we'll eventually like get there. But the fact that everyone's running around these tiny little mini like mechs, they're so (laughs) cute and they're great. Well, you could argue that it's essentially like Zords in Power Rangers, right? Where they're all piloting a part of what will become the giant mecha. Right. Mm. But it's interesting because they're all just piloting faces. <laughs> yeah. Um, you and know, just, oh. it's all faces with like arms and legs. And it's kind of like such a funny too. design. Yeah. No. Um, especially, and I, and I really love that Simone's, you know, mega specifically, like obviously Lagan. Like, I love that Lagan is smaller than every other one they have. But it's like, so even, powerful. Even when Kamina gets Gurren, like, it's so huge. Gurren's bigger than all the rest Gurren's of them. Gurren's huge, yeah. And But Simone is so tiny. But again, what I really, really love conceptually, because this is some anime-ass shit, but it's also, like, how you get hype shown in storytelling, mm-hmm. is that its power is directly related to his willpower Ugh, and his sp- right. fighting spirit, right? Like, obviously, it's played for laughs a little bit when Hit first turns on when he sees how sexy Yoko is. Mm-hmm. And like he's like a little turned on and it turns on but then when he has that intense moment where he realizes that the that the that the gunmen are the reason that his parents are his parents are dead and it goes into hyperdrive you know like it's completely tied to his strength of will which Mm -hmm. makes it so that as long as he truly does believe in himself he'll always be able to win Right. right and that's, that's so such a cool way of doing that power system mm-hmm. and you know obviously it's helpful that he has someone like Kamina there to amp him up to amp him up right oh. and and you know i love Kamina just Kamina again is such an amazing character uh, you really greatest. grow to love Kamina so much so quickly Oh, the instant he's on screen, you know that this guy's special, right? And yeah, he's going against the 
the village elder, whomever, I forget his name. Um, But then he very quickly turns and is, he is a big brother to to Simone, right? Like even to the point where he's like, you guys, I'm not your big brother. I'm not going to take care of you guys. You guys are a little piece of shit, but I'm going to take care of Simone. And it's, I will ride or die for this boy. And it was so heartwarming. Definitely a father figure for him. Yeah, but then you also have like the super sad moment where he realizes that the the skull that helped him Oof. find the strength to pilot Gurin is his Was father's his dead father's. body. Oh my god. And he has that sad that it's a sad, he has such good lines. But when he was like you didn't wait you didn't wait for me. You were supposed to wait for me. It's such oh, a heartbreaking line. It really yeah. is cuz that's such a that's such a childlike line, right? Where he's just like he goes back to being a little boy of like you said you were going to do this thing, you didn't do this thing. But he is he's becoming an adult at the same time. Oh my god, that scene it was so sad. There were a lot of very sad moments in this for it being so light and so funny for most of it. That one in particular got me though. I was very right. sad. And Ugh. then that like just the way it's animated too and like the surroundings the sky the wind the sun setting like Mm -hmm. it was perfect it's so great and it's visually stunning i love it yeah they really know how to set set a scene using the the settings around it It 100 oh beautiful Uh, but you know i also yeah i really like all of the characters we meet too like obviously like liron is (laughs) phenomenal Yes. Right, Liron. At, at first, like I think it feels like Liron is a, a little like yes, like are you worried he's going to be very stereotypical? But mm-hmm. he's very just genuine. Like even like when he's like kind of being like a little like you're like oh is he about to be like a very like oh like horned up gay stereotype? Like he's very much like I'm literally just joking with you. Can you like relax? Yeah. He I like well and I say he but I but he is very like oh I'm neither man nor woman. You know when they're like oh it's a, it's like how people are at this or that. He's like. And I'm not man or woman. So like, but clearly everyone refers to Ron with he, him pronouns. Right. Yes. And he doesn't correct. And he doesn't correct them. So I'm going to go with he, him for now. But Ron is clearly gender fluid. Oh, yeah. Right. A gender fluid, queer person, very flamboyant, but also literally the smartest person in the village. So It's again, something that I love. Like, I love that the more marginalized groups are like also super smart. And then you have Simone and Kamina who are like fucking country bumpkins who don't know shit. <laughs> don't even know how yeah. to read. They don't even know how to read. It's not their fault. No, it it's not. It is right? And, but I love when um, uh, they're like, we don't know how to read. And Yoko's like, wow, you're a bunch of bumpkins. And Ron's like, mm, you're not really one to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, she's the smartest one in their group. In their and they're group. they're not super smart. No, I'm joking. They're um, very, they're smart. You know, they just... It's it's the way of this world, right? Why would yeah. they need to know how to read? They were in a society that didn't have anything that ne- needed them to. And they were in an underground society to where they wouldn't have daylight. They had to right. have artificial light. So, yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. But um, we, I love the interactions. We love a gender fluid pansexual monarch. That's Come a good on. time. But you brought up something that did kind of like uh, not annoy me, but just like which is like they had to be like underground i feel like once they go up to the surface they would straight up just be like blind at least for a little bit i think that would be true if it wasn't for the gunmen falling into their home well and also the reason why people going from 
underground societies like moles and stuff become a little blinded when they move up to the light it's because they don't have any light down there but they clearly have a very lit society <laughs> lit as hell uh, a very <laughs> lit society down there right there's okay. lights everywhere so okay. i don't fully agree i do think there would be like an adjustment like quick adjustment but it'd be like going from inside to outside right okay. yeah and i mean they both not for nothing they both do have glasses right like kamina sure. has those really sick huge pointed glasses and then simone always has his little goggles so yes they probably do have an adjustment period okay. but it's not going to okay. be as as stark as something like a mole also everyone fun fact scary fact your eyes can get sunburned so please wear sunglasses when you're outside yes sunglasses are very important the sun is not our friend i had an optometrist tell me that the backs of my the back of my eyeballs were sunburned and i was like oh i did just get back from hawaii and that sucks (laughs) they're like yeah that happens was it painful at all sunburns hurt oh God, it well, I'm glad it. I'm glad it was. But it it could cause a lot of damage. So that's yeah. why it's so important. Yep. The more you know. Obviously, we've talked a lot about like what makes the show so great. But looking at even just these two episodes, right? Like the fights were super cool. Like Kamina and Simone doing essentially a fastball special from Marvel Comics. <laughs> Um, oh my god. And that's essentially what he did, right? Where yes, he like just hucks Simone straight at those guys and like quote unquote <laughs> misses and they're like, Hi, you guys suck. Then he just like winds his way through and just drills straight through them from the oh, back. That was Hell so yeah. sick. It was so cool. Yeah, and that really goes to show how how smart Kamina is, right? Because he's he put yeah. the other guys at a false sense of security thinking, Oh haha, you guys missed, you're stupid. It's all about the rebound, baby. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all about the rebound, baby. Um, (laughs) No, like, and I love that. I love when someone is so, like, brash and, like, comes off as fucking, like, stupid, but is actually, like, a great tactician and, Mm -hmm. like, pretty smart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like PJ. He loves the smartest person in the world, but they're just lazy. I like the, like, person that's just like, ha ha, I am a fucking stupid person. That's what his essence is screams right not right. him and he's just like i'm a man and i'm wonderful and blah 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 blah. and you're like all right who's okay. this idiot and you're like okay damn it he's actually kind of smart he's actually Fuck. like got it going on i he's thought that conversation was gonna well go just very dark when you were like it's kind of like pj I was like pj comes off as an idiot but he's not that's dark sky <laughs> no i come off as a smart person but i'm actually an idiot <laughs> that's absolutely not true pj is the smartest person i've ever met in my whole life Wow, and that's I've, so sad. I have moved to different states, and PJ is the smartest person I've ever met in my whole life. So you yeah. know what's super cool about this anime? About oh my god! Wow, look at this anime we're supposed to be talking about. Wow, <laughs> PJ's the best, you guys. He, if you the cut best. this out, I'll be so mad. You know what yeah. I love as we go through this too is again how consistently uh kamina is like a good brother to simon like oh. even like little moments like when he's like oh why are you worried about the earthquake and then when he like sees like the panic in his eyes he like hugs him tight he and he's like does. hey i'm oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I like, yeah you know like oh and again i just love that he's never trying to take the spotlight no even from like yoko or from anyone like he's never like i need to take the spotlight but he is like i am the spotlight sometimes yeah mm-hmm. i am the spotlight shining upon everyone the fucking beast first comes down and he just pulls out his fucking sword and he's like <laughs> i am the protector my legend has gone far and wide and i will defeat you and the beast like the fuck who the fuck are you <laughs> <laughs> he has 
such great energy, right? Just running into every single fight with a fucking sword against these huge mecha, just being like, I'm the most legendary fighter of my of my people and I'm gonna fucking kick your ass. Ugh, it was so good. But yeah. then yeah, as soon as it gets into the fight, he's he backs off and he lets everyone else around him just do their thing and shine. And it's so good. It's so good. I mean, obviously, again, Simone is great. Mm. You know, Yoko's great, but I just, I love Kamina so much. Kamina is something else. Anyone who has seen, you know, Olive Garden Lagan, like, you know how obviously important Kamino's contributions are to this this world and like how much of an influence he really truly does have on Simon uh, in like helping him like be the person he needs to be to help save this world, mm-hmm. which is what part of what makes Kamino such a great character and what makes right. Simon such a great character because Simon just grows to be more and more confident because of Kamino's influence. Yeah. So sweet. I always love a character that is uh, Jet Blackwing from Psychic <laughs> This is my petition to get a sick ass theme song sung Kamina. by Kamina because I think he Kamina? could do it. Yes. Oh my god. And it's just the song is just all his uh, special move names. Uh, I love his special move names. But yeah, I mean, all of that said, uh, you know, the anime is so good. It's so inspiring. It's so awesome. But you know what else is fucking great about this anime is mm. its music. Oh my yes. god. So let's talk about the music of Tekintopa Guren Lagan by talking about our OP and ED. So our OP is Sorairo Days, which is Blue Sky Days by Shoko Nakagawa. Uh, Lauren, tell me, what did you think of that opening? This song goes so hard and it's so good. I love, I love when we have female artists doing like a really sick rock song and that's what this was. It just, it slapped so hard. I I loved it. I loved every I second of say, it. I was say, I love that it was sung by a woman. I don't know why that was so like shocking to me at first. I feel like the energy this anime gives off, it would be like a super a high yeah, guy song. And yeah. when like a woman starts singing, I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. No, Hell it was yeah. feminism, it, bitch. I felt the exact same way. I was totally expecting it to be a guy. I think just because you know Mecca, all of that stuff. But then it was a lady and I was like, this yeah. is the fucking best day of my life. Yeah. Yeah. It was that so sexist great. of us. No, I think it's more like, oh, yay, representation of you guys. Yay. Okay, we'll so that. it's not yeah. that doctor scenario. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I absolutely uh, love this OP. It is amazing. I mean, Ugh. I like the second OP a lot, too, but the first OP is, it's legendary, right? Like, it's just Ugh. so good. So good. Sorairo Days, Sorairo Days, just, it, it hits so many great notes, mm-hmm. and I love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about that outro, which is underground by high voltage. Mm-hmm. 
Lauren, what did you think of that act about, about that ending music? I I liked this. I thought the the simplistic visuals matched the vibe of the song extremely well. Um, it felt very nostalgic to me, which makes sense, right? These people have been living in an underground society. They wouldn't have advanced past a certain point. And I felt that this song encapsulated that in in the outro. I thought it was a good time. Right. I agree. It It's so good. Um it's very, it's like light punk. I mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's a it's, straight punk, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's hell. not the hardcore punk scene, but it's more like 80s punk. I don't want to get too into this because that's pretty much what our, what our next segment will be. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I really love this outro. It it's mm-hmm. it gives me a lot of like great vibes. I think it's, I love the visuals, like the, like the whole black and white of the visuals. Oh yeah, definitely. go are so great. And you know, it, it's, it just tells such a compelling story in its visuals of just Simone kind of walking through everything from like the horrible beastmen creations to like who you can easily assume will be like his friends in the surface world mm-hmm. uh, all the way to just Kamina and stuff and you know you want to f- you're f- you're on that journey with him and you're excited to go on that journey with him as you listen to this song yeah very much so all right so then as we've already started talking about it a little bit let's move on to our segment what modern contemporary artists you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros lauren tell me who do you think would have done a good job with blue sky days saurido days this one took me some time to find and i still don't think that i found the perfect artist for this song but i ended up going with ksm uh their song read between the lines i think it's a great choice i I think the vocals are very strong i think the vibe is very there it's definitely a little more like poppy yeah uh it's just a little bit more poppy i feel like but not in a bad way it's just Mm -hmm. like slightly more on the spectrum towards like a disney channel original movie soundtrack (laughs) But just only this movie so slightly. was in Camp Rock and Lemonade Mouth and High School Musical. Right, I mean, obviously, because KSM, I mean, it's literally a Walt Disney Records, like, song. Like, yeah. Then there you no, go. No. I think this is an amazing approximation. But I think it's I great, think yeah. It... I don't mean that in a bad way. I just think, like, that's, like, my only, like, slight, like, wide cipher. But otherwise, it's, like, a near-perfect choice. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to see who you guys picked. I, uh found an artist very quickly and i don't think they're the perfect choice but like once i found them i was like oh yeah no i mean like that's i feel it. like this song is like a great approximation right I oh, went no, with, that's what i did too i went Uh-oh. with ignorance by paramore oh okay Ooh, paramore i like that is a great choice that's perfect i love this yeah i love yeah. it i mean it's hard to go wrong with paramore it's true yeah no i think that this very well done i have no critiques no, I think yeah, PJ, you knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I I mean, thank you. I again, I I found it very quickly, and I was like, I, I don't know, I think this is really good. So I'm glad you guys agree. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you just knock it out of the park on the first try, and that's yeah. it's true. That's what this was. <laughs> yeah, and I hear Skylar also found one very quickly. So who yeah. did you I did go too. for? It yeah. might not be as good as PJ's, but uh, no, it might no. be on the same. I, it, I I imagine it'll be either just as good, if not better. And you know what? If it's not, then I'm just going to treat you like a perfect stranger, Skylar. <laughs> You're just like, wow, this is the worst fucking choice. <laughs> I divorced. have divorce papers ready to go. There's a notary in our closet All right. right now. Uh, Skylar, oh tell God. us who you went with. <laughs> I went with Volcano Girls by Veruca Salt. I think this is a very good choice. I do too. I yeah. think Veruca Salt goes a little more like uh, girl power rock. 
Yes. Um, I, like, but not in a bad way. I think like it's like honestly just the other spectrum of the Walt Disney Girl Rock. <laughs> but better. No, I'm joking. Yours like, a little darker. Mine's a little poppier. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, um, Riot Girl. Let's look into that. It's definitely like an approximation <laughs> of Riot Girl. It's like corporate Riot Girl. It's like a right. music producer trying to approximate Riot Girl. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like Tattoo being forced to be like lesbians type of Uh, music producer. And it's sad because they're like, or at least one of them's like really homophobic too. Like, yeah. Oh, God. No, for sure. But I think think all of them phenomenal choices. Great choices. Uh, But I'm curious to see what choices we have as we move to underground. So, Lauren, who did you pick for that? I'm excited. Uh, Similar to the two of you, I found my artist very quickly. So it either means great, I don't need to do any more work, I found them, or my brain got stuck and couldn't move on. So we'll see what happened this time. I went with Green Day, specifically early Green Day, uh, their song Walking Contradiction. I think that's a very good choice for sure. Yeah, the pacing of the song matches really, really well. Thank you. I think it matches pretty well. Like I definitely think Okay. I definitely think Underground goes a lot faster than mm-hmm. most any Green Day song does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the vibe is a near perfect match. Well, I think at American Idiot they're change they're switching up their style. So at that point the style isn't a match. Correct. You know? Yeah, but in no, this the era early of Green, Green Day, Day is a phenomenal style. vibe. Uh, yeah. match for this um mm-hmm. Skylar, i'm curious who you went with um okay so when i heard this it was kind of like um last week where i was like oh okay i know who i'm gonna go with um mm-hmm. hopefully it hopefully it was the right choice and i didn't have to explore too much but um this really reminded me of anti-flag which i think is maybe a little faster uh but i love them and i went with their song hymn for the dead that is a very good choice I do too. I think this is Thank really you. great. Mm-hmm. God, I love Anti Flag. Yeah, no, Anti Flag is phenomenal. Definitely fits the vibe. It's a decent approximation on the vocals. Like, overall, mm-hmm. it's a very good choice. Very, very good choice. I really like this one. So, PJ, Thank now you. it's up to you. Um, So, I'm nervous in so much as I'm very <laughs> confident in my choice. And usually okay. I'm not at all confident. And then you guys are like, wow, this is great. So, now I'm worried that I'm going to be so confident. You guys are going to be like, actually, what this is terrible. <laughs> This is that M2M situation with me, Uh-oh. like, months ago. I'll never forget. Um, <laughs> so I went I with uh, New Generation by Zero Boys. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think that's wonderful. It's I perfect. I don't need to play this game anymore. PJ just won everything. <laughs> and that I was, came in a close second. That was literally perfect. I, it's so oh funny because I uh, was trying to find a song for this. And I was like, oh, the vocals are pretty okay for this. But then I randomly skipped to the end. And I had the actual uh, ED playing at the end. And I was like, wait a minute. These guitar riffs are literally exactly like, the same. The same. Like, they're the same. Like, I kept, like, playing and playing them, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, no, you have every right to be very confident because um, you're the one who won. Like, there's not even a competition. This is is the winner. I think Sarah did a very good job, but yeah. No, yeah, I think Sarah had a great choice. The the literal structure of the song is, like, almost one for one. It is one for one. Yeah, Um, no. Don't worry, Lauren. PJ had an advantage. He was a cute little punk boy in high school. I was a little punk boy in high school. Um, He's still a cute little (laughs) punk boy now. I just don't get to wear a mohawk mohawk anymore. 
He has the mohawk in his heart. All right. Well, <laughs> um, all of that said, phenomenal choices all around. Just great choices on that OP and ED. You absolutely love to see it, which I would like to see more of this anime. So why don't we take a quick break and watch some additional clips and some additional context with Lauren so we can get her closing thoughts on Tengentopa Guren Lagan. So we're going to do that and we'll be right back. So stay tuned. All right, we're back. We are learning to watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional mechas, some additional Aguren Lagan combinations, some additional fights against the Beastmen, and maybe some additional fights against some other people. <laughs> but all of that said, Lauren, I mean, Guren Lagan clearly continues to be this very big epic fun exciting but dramatic and sad and powerful and inspirational show Mm -hmm. you know it's got so many big things going for it from its art style to its storytelling but perhaps you don't necessarily feel that same way Mm -hmm. as you've as you continue on as you see these context clips maybe they paint a very different picture for the for you for the future of girl lagan than you thought you were going to have so i have to ask you now after you've seen everything lauren would you continue to watch Guren Lagan? This anime captured me from the beginning when I didn't think it would based on like the poster and everything I'd seen beforehand. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this one, but it it got me from the beginning and it didn't let me go. And the characters and the storytelling and the art style just all came together in a very, very beautiful way. So, yes, I would continue watching Gurren Lagan. Hell yeah. Absolutely love to see it. An amazing anime getting a kawaii success. That is a three for three so far here on Mecha Month. Only one to go. Let's see if Darling in the Franks can keep up that tradition. Woo. But that's not all that matters right now. Lauren, tell me after everything, did you end up with a favorite character? I mean, I don't think it yeah. needs to be said. <laughs> I was Same. like, I wanted to be like, I guess, uh, uh, even though we all know it's Kamina. It's, it's Kamina. Yeah. On the count of three. One, yeah. two, three. Kamina. 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 We can all agree Kamina is best boy. You absolutely uh, love yes. Kamina. And especially if you love Kamina, like, you've got to keep watching the show. You saw some very cool moments with Kamina. Uh, uh, his sword battles and stuff like that. His one-liners. Um, yeah, so... He definitely is a phenomenal character that you absolutely love. Uh, Simone, I will say, especially towards the second half of the series, definitely, definitely starts ranking up uh, and is amazing and really gets a lot of influence from Kamina. And, uh, you know, so he is also great. But yeah, Kamina just really captures your heart when you start this show. He really does. And he he doesn't let it go, I think. You know, the show is great, but it's really Kamina who got me. So I'm like, I want to see him. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, All right. So we have a Kawhi success in the book. Your favorite character on Luck. As always, it seems like there's only one thing left to do. That's right, PJ. It's time for Is There an AMV for That? AMV. Anime music videos. All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for Tengentopa Guren Lagan. So even though I don't know if the the overall vibe fits the rest of the show, I think the song fits the little bits that I've seen and it really fits the boys, right? It fits Simone and it fits Kamina. So I ended up going with Renegades by Ex-Ambassadors. I feel like you've definitely picked this song before. 
Have I? I feel like because I remember you picking it early on on you being on the podcast and me being like, I don't know this song. Because now I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, Lauren is the one who showed me this <laughs> song. And I'm listening to it because, of course, there are AMVs <laughs> to Renegades by X Ambassadors oh to Take a Topo, Good and La God. So that is three <laughs> points in the book, continuing to knock it out of the park here wow. on Mecha Month. Wow. Yeah, Lauren. And let's Thank see you. how consistently you can keep that up because I think there's a chance for you to be even a little bit more glorious. Lauren, mm-hmm. it's time for the super secret, not so secret bonus round. Do you think that there's an AMV to Evanescence bringing to life to the anime The Communist Show? <laughs> yes or no (laughs) that's so funny i'm sorry i'm sorry um yes yes i'm saying my evanescence is telling me that there is because even even though it isn't as heavy of an anime as some of the other mecha ones they are kind of being brought to life and that they're being brought to the the surface surface world yeah yes so i'm saying interesting lauren interesting (laughs) (laughs) interesting no 100 percent. there are multiple amvs to good and lagan for evanescence bring me to life your evanescence has not failed you yet here we are four points four our third four-pointer in a row here on mecca month i really do need to make this continue to love to see it But with God. that, four points of the book, a Kawhi success wow. of the book, everything that we have said here today. Thank you, Lauren, for coming on this journey with us. I'm glad mm. that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you for introducing me to Kamina. I love him. <laughs> I love, <laughs> I love him, so him as well. Skylar loves him as well. Ugh. And I hope our listeners also loved him, but I hope they loved this episode even more. I hope they had a good time, a fun time, a Kamina time, a who the hell do you think I am time. <laughs> Uh, a protecting my lovely little bro time. Oh. But until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And, you know, drill straight to the heavens, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye.